Welcome to the Simple Money, Simple Life podcast. I am Matt Erickson and I am your host. This is a podcast where we explore how simplicity beats complexity, especially in money matters. We explore investing, personal finance, and how to live a simple and awesome life. Welcome to episode number 11 titled Alexa, How Can I Get Rich? This is going to be a really fun episode. I hope you all enjoy it. It's an episode that was inspired by one of my good friends, Fritz, and he blogs at The Retirement Manifesto, and he is a a really neat guy who I had the privilege of meeting this last summer as he was passing through. He lives in Georgia, and he retired at age 55, and blogs now and travels and lives a really rich life and his blog is awesome for anyone who's looking to learn about maybe early retirement or fulfillment in retirement he also wrote an awesome book that I will link to in the show notes anyway he's a really neat guy and a really smart guy and he did a blog post around the same topic and I emailed him and asked him if he would be okay if I kind of piggybacked on his concept and created a podcast. And he said that would be great. So he's a gracious guy, so I wasn't surprised. So the title, as I said, is Alexa, How Can I Get Rich? And so the inspiration of this comes from, as we we talk to our Alexa all the time, and we use it mainly for a shopping list, and my kids use it for other things too. But if you ask Alexa, how can I get rich? She has some really awesome words of wisdom. And so we are going to break down the seven inspiring concepts from Alexa that teach us how we can be rich. So buckle up and get ready. First concept, the best quote, the best path to building wealth relies on a combination of expanding your earning potential, spending wisely, avoiding debt, saving money, and investing carefully. So think about expanding your earning potential. How do we do that? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is education. Education is a wonderful way to be able to expand our earning potential. It might be through a college education. It might be through a tech school education. It might be educating ourselves on the internet, through YouTube, through learning how to be a computer coder. There are so many ways that education can expand our minds and help us to become, to increase our earning potential. Even if we're already tied into a job and a career, maybe that we went to school for, that doesn't mean we can't expand our ability to earn more money by doing something else that might interest us. We might be able to do a side job on the side to expand our earning potential. The next one it talked about was spending wisely. No matter how much money one makes, that person can spend everything. There are so many stories of, I hate to pick on the NFL players, but NFL players' careers are typically somewhat short-lived due to the violent nature of the contact sport of football. And they make a lot of money, but they also tend to develop a lifestyle of high consumption during their playing years. And there's a high percentage of them, I didn't look up the stats, but I know it's a high percentage who end up losing all their money within the first few years of retirement. So anyone can spend what they make, 
even if it's Mike Tyson kind of money, because I know he went through that struggle too. So spending wisely, no matter what income we make, if it's low, if it's high, if it's medium, spending wisely is a way to get wealthy. The next one I talked about was avoiding debt. Debt is probably the most crippling factor of keeping us from becoming wealthy. If we take on too much debt, we can quickly get buried and not be able to earn a positive net worth. One thing that we're going to do an episode on the future is a, a net worth statement. So I think it's really important that everyone keeps a net worth statement that is updated once a year to track your net worth. The way you figure out your net worth is you simply add up all of your assets, all of the things that you own, all of the money that you have, minus your liabilities, in other words, your debts or things you owe on. The final number after you've done that is your net worth. Debt cripples our net worth from growing. So the lower our debt, the more higher net worth will be, and the quicker we will be able to work towards financial independence. Now, obviously, debt is hard to avoid when you're buying a house, for example, or maybe a car or an education. But we need to be wise about how much debt we take on and not just have the mindset of, I'll worry about it later. We need to really examine if we're going to get our bang for our buck, how quickly we can pay off that debt, and really how damaging to our financial picture it's going to be. The next one I talked about was saving money, obviously, and investing carefully. So it's hard to get rich or wealthy if you don't save any of your money that you make or you don't invest carefully. So investing carefully to me is a really important one because if you don't know what you're doing, you can put your money into things that are very risky, very volatile, and can lose you money quickly. If you just learn a few of the concepts we've taught on this podcast about index funds, you can grow your wealth over time and do really well that way. So number two in Alexa, how can I get rich is becoming wealthy, quote, becoming wealthy starts by earning good money. You can do this in many ways, going to school, getting a higher education, and joining a high-paying profession, working your way up in the professional trade, or launching a successful small small business, among other things. Many of today's millionaires are small business owners. I am not one of those because I'm not necessarily much of an entrepreneurial person, but I know Many of our millionaires in America today are small business owners who have worked hard, started with a dream, started with a concept, built it up through hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and have really reaped the benefits from doing that. So we touched already on getting a higher education and on working your way up. So the working the way up is if you are in a job, most jobs have abilities to improve your wage within that company. So by being a great employee, by showing up on time, by going the extra mile, putting in extra hours, being friendly, being personable, following through, being detail-oriented, there are ways to move our way up within the company that we're working. So I think we put limiting beliefs on ourselves sometimes thinking this is as good as it gets. Well, it's not as good as it gets. There are many opportunities and many examples of people who have been able to do this. I am one example. I started out in one position in my where I work, and now I'm at a different position because I felt like I did put in a lot of hard work 
and dedication and was detail-oriented and focused and worked hard to get the promotion that I got. And it was able to boost my income. So please don't put limiting beliefs on how much you can earn or how high you can climb in your current job. Number three, avoid debt whenever possible, especially credit card debt, which carries a high interest rate. If you do have credit card debt or other high interest rate debt, pay that down as soon as you can. So Alexis is really on to something, Alexa, sorry, is really on to something on this one. Credit card debt carries interest rates often from 50 to 15 to 22%. If you get a high debt on a credit card, it may take a long time to pay that off because it's just hard to have a shovel big enough to climb out of that big of a hole when the interest is that high. So please, if you take anything from this podcast, if you pay interest on a credit card, do not have a credit card. Cut it up, get rid of it, use a debit card or cash, even though it's less convenient. Credit card debt is the enemy to wealth building and does not work. If you are a person who has never paid credit card debt and can use it as a tool, carry on. I think it's a great tool that can be have many advantages to it. However, if you're the kind of person, and many of us are out in the world, who cannot manage that and who overspend on a credit card, it's just not worth it. Get rid of the credit card. Number four for Alexa, quote, as you build your income, focus on saving money by living within your means, spending your money carefully and saving as much as you can. There is so much peace and contentment that comes by living within our means. In order to do that, though, you have to figure out what your means are. So many of us mindlessly spend money, and we don't really even realize what we're spending our money on. It's important to track our spending, to know each month where our money's going, how much we're spending, how much we're earning, what are we spending our money on, and to be vigilant and aware of it. It makes no sense to bury your head in the sand and believe that everything's going to be okay as you just spend away. It's really important to know where we're spending. It's almost impossible to live within our means if we don't know what the boundaries are. So we need to educate ourselves. We need to track our spending. It's not hard to do if you just take a little bit of time to do it. So living within our means also provides us with peace because we're not feeling stressed at the end of the month because we just don't have enough to pay. I think it's a great rule of thumb to always remember in personal finance is live on less than you make. Spend your money carefully. Make sure, kind of like we talked about in the previous episode, make sure you're spending money on things that bring you value, which bring you happiness. Mindlessly spending money to try to keep up with the Joneses or for status or for things that we think we want that become shallow after five minutes, that is not spending your money carefully. That is mindlessly spending your money. And the last part that it talked about there was saving as much as you can. Saving money and investing money is the true is a true path to wealth building and becoming more rich and wealthy. Number five for Alexa, put a portion of your income into savings and investments before spending it on other things. A 401k, IRA, or other tax advantage plans are also a good way to earn long-term wealth, especially if your employer offers matching contributions. I love this one, Alexa. This is a great one. 
So the reason I love 401k plans is because we can make one decision that could impact our entire future. If we make that one decision to have money taken out of our check pre-tax every two weeks or every month, however often we get paid, we set a savings rate, we forget about it, and we move on with life. If we do that, we won't miss the money. We'll never see the money. It will get invested every two weeks. We'll never miss it. We'll never get used to living on it. Yet it will get invested in great mutual funds, hopefully, and earn money and compound over time. Plus, our tax bill will be less because every month, every dollar you put into a traditional 401k will lower our adjusted gross income. It also meant, Alexa also mentioned IRA or tax advantage plans. So I've talked about IRAs on this episode. I am going to devote an entire episode to the Roth IRA because I think it's that important. It is a true wealth game changer. And Alexa mentioned matching contributions. Often 401k plans will match a portion of what you put in. So in my mind, that is a no-brainer that you must take advantage of whenever it is offered. Even this is one area where Dave Ramsey and I disagree. He believes you should not start investing until you're completely out of debt other than your mortgage. I believe that even before that, you need to invest up to the match in your 401k. Otherwise, you're giving away free money. And that money, if you start saving in your 401k at a young age, at your first job, it has much more time to compound and can turn you into what I call a 401k millionaire simply by making that one investment choice. Number six, make the most of your investments by investing in broad-based low-fee funds like S&P 500 index funds or target retirement funds that invest in a broad portfolio and adjust the balance of stocks and bonds over time to maximize returns while you're young and protect your assets as you get older. I love what Alexa says here. Investing in index funds keeps your fees low and so that they, the fees don't eat away at your returns. They give you great diversification, invest you in large companies, small companies, value growth companies, and do it at an extremely low price, especially if you use Fidelity or Schwab or Vanguard. I prefer Fidelity. I think they have the lowest cost funds. They have the best customer service, the best website. I love Fidelity, and I think they're a great investment platform to choose. So investing in these broad-based index funds and keeping it very simple. We talked in another episode about simply finding a, t- a total market index fund and maybe a total international index fund, and you're done. Invest in those every couple weeks, and you'll be wealthy. This also talked about a target date fund, which I... which she explained, that's a great choice as well. Last, seven. While there's no guarantee that any path will make you wealthy, by following these steps, you'll be in a good position to be rich and gain financial independence. Alexa is spot on. These simple steps are real game changers for your personal future. So my hope is that no matter how old you are in my podcast audience right now, is, according to my statistics, 
a lot of uh, the listeners are younger people. So that's why I cater a lot of this material to younger people. But I also want to speak to those who are 40 and older. If you've gotten a late start, if you haven't invested as much as you would like, if you are in debt, this this material still applies to you. These steps will help you to get on the path of financial independence, even if you're getting a late start. There's no better time to start than right now. If you haven't started in the past, start today. You can, most people can at least afford to start investing a little bit. Even if it's just $50 a month, get started. That's the first big hurdle that most people struggle with. So I loved Alexa's recommendations of how to get wealthy and how to be rich. I hope that all of us, all of you as listeners, can take action on some of these things, that you can avoid debt, that you can save part of your income, that you can invest wisely, that you can avoid credit card debt and avoid getting sucked in and scammed by the credit card companies who are multi-million dollar businesses making money off people who struggle to delay gratification. In, in wealth building, Alexa doesn't exactly say this, but if you think about it, delayed gratification is probably the single most important factor of wealth building. Because if we can learn to delay gratification, we can pause, we can wait, we can be patient, we can invest that money instead of buying something with it, boom, that's the recipe for success. So no matter where you're at in this journey, even if you're a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old who's kind of discouraged, feels like you haven't been on top of finances your whole life, that's why I'm doing this podcast so you can get started and you can start to have hope that you will have a great financial future too. That will be all for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. And thanks especially to my buddy Fritz Gilbert for inspiring me to do this to do this episode and for all his great content at theretirementmanifesto.com. Uh, please go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a five-star review for the show. That would be so much appreciated. It does take a minute or so to do that. It helps the show grow and reach new audience members who this content can help. And it would be awesome if you would subscribe to the show as well so that the show can be automatically downloaded on your platform. You can also follow the show on Instagram at simplemoney underscore simplelife. And remember, the simple life is a good life.